do it. General Kenobi. Ororo, Charles. That's our cue. That's our cue. Now, I gotta be honest. I think I have a severe Orc Troopers hangover. <laughs> Everything feels so small and irrelevant right now. It's like the biggest step backwards ever. And this, this wasn't, you know, this wasn't as bad as the last one, but... Everything just feels off. There's definitely a dividing line that yeah. we're, I think we're crossing. We're right at the precipice of stuff yeah. getting I good. I can't deal with this mediocre shit anymore, oh, no. man. I, I just don't. You've gotten a taste. Yeah. You've gotten a taste so of what can Tuesday, be. Tuesday's gone. Tuesday is Arc Troopers. <laughs> That's my Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and it is Tuesday, and we're recording for Thursday. Yeah. So how's it going? Good. Yeah. How's, how's your portfolio looking? Oh. <laughs> You want to get into that right away? We're probably going to have to have a new portfolio segment for Tom. I, I was wondering if you put something together yet. No, I didn't. I didn't realize you are going to be so tickled with it. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I was clicking around on uh, some websites today, and they're like, oh, you got to invest in this, you know, this tonic." You just told me you're reading a book on, on, a, on a cryptocurrency. On a oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going all in. I'm going all in. So, so how's it looking? This is the last stand of Tom right here. This is... This is me. I'm in my mid-30s. I've had enough of fucking the corporate world. I'm just... I just want to be left alone. Left alone. There, there, right there. it is. There it is. Yeah. Um, I just... Dude, I got to do something. We have to... We I got to do something. We have to share with the listener what you had told me right before we started recording. And I said, I'm going to stop you right there. We need to wait to get this. There was like four times you told me to stop. <laughs> What's the stock that you showed me that oh, you're okay. like, oh, this one's going to pop? Well, there's a lot of people going in on this one right now. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it's this pharmaceutical company that's been working on a revolutionary fibromyalgia treatment that's apparently shown great promise in clinical studies, and they're about to go live with it. Do you know it's all I could hear in my head as you're saying that to me? What? George Costanza yeah. waving someone <laughs> in saying, I hear there's this company that's working on a robot butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Wilkinson's got a bite on a new one. The Tramco Corporation, out of uh, Springfield, I think. They're about to introduce some sort of a robot butcher. <laughs> a robot butcher? <clears throat> you want to get in? Very little time. The following segment is not financial advice. I repeat, this is not financial advice. On with the show. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's Tonics Pharmaceuticals. They're based out of Chatham, New Jersey. And I bought about 400 shares at about a dollar piece. <laughs> hey, I found this website. People are loading up, baby. I almost bought more. All my savings are going to go down the drain for me in this... Just looking for a moonshot to save me from this hell that I live in. I also think we need a disclaimer on the pod now. Like we are this not. This is giving, not financial advice. We are advice. not giving financial <laughs> advice. Not. For the love of God, do not listen to us. No. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Honestly, I read like a paragraph and like four comments from random people who have no idea who they are, but they were hyped. <laughs> but no, do not listen to me for any financial advice. This is literally me, just the moonshot. Yeah, this is, this this is, is my hope that this thing spikes. This is the last actions of a desperate, desperate man. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I was so depressed at work today. I just can't. I just fucking can't. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, um, you know, probably don't invest in time. <laughs> More for me. <laughs> How hard are you going to laugh if this thing just skyrockets and I dump it all? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. At what point are we going to uh, upgrade mics again? What's it, well, how much do you have to profit before we get the Sam Cedar specials? I've already been doing the math in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so if I got about a dollar pop, 400 I just hope it just jumps up to like, you know, 20 bucks. <laughs> That'd be nice. I'm going to buy some too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got to get in on this. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a new segment called Tonics Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> I saw another one that people were going in on a lot, but it had to do with, like, diabetic supplies, and I felt bad, so I didn't buy any. <laughs> I was like, those bastards. <laughs> so I didn't do it. Uh, you can. Prof- well, that's going to be the one, too. You can profit off my misery. I don't care. It might as well. Yeah. You know. This is the longest intro song we've ever had, by Yeah. It's a great a song. One. It's a great song. Ooh, it's a good one. Although I could only think of Happy Gilmore listening to it for the longest it's time. It's forever Happy Gilmore yeah. for the elder millennial yeah. generation. Um, yeah, how's it going? Good. It moved? No, tomorrow, I think. Big day? Yeah. Well, I'm not I didn't even take the day off work. Like our apartment is pretty much empty. We've moved over everything that we can take what over. One of the benefits of closing a month yeah. before you plan on moving We've in. We've taken everything over in car loads, uh, everything that we can fit in Bree's parents are letting us use their forerunner. We're able to take over some of the bigger stuff, but we still have like the big stuff. So like couch, uh, a chair, mattress, box spring. So my brother is gonna come over tomorrow and let us use his truck to move that stuff. Nice. Yeah. Same and thankfully, time. it's gonna be a little bit cooler because I hate moving in hot what weather. It, did it hit ninety today? It was up there. Oh, summer is here. Yeah. Summer is here. I'm happy you got the air conditioning. <laughs> I've been blaring it. The dog appreciates it, too. Ahsoka's, yeah. you know, she's a black lab. The black coat and that sun beating down. Oh, I know. Outside. Uh, Brutal. Oh, yeah. There she is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I am now a Wall Street sleuth. You're moving into a new house. It's pretty exciting times here. What were the, uh, we were just talking about, too, the, the tokens. What are those called again? FT or... Uh, RFTs. RFTs. Oh, NFTs. NFTs. I don't know much about those. I think they're stupid. They're crazy. Then again, if you had asked me a month ago, I would have said crypto's stupid. And now I'm like, <laughs> all my savings. <laughs> the NFT thing, my brother, when I was driving down to my dad's a couple of weekends ago, my brother was like, 
yeah, my friend is talking about you can apparently buy like video clips. And I was like, oh no. Uh, I was like, what are you getting right. into? He's like, well, if they like you can buy this clip of Kobe and it's your clip. And it's like, that's an NFT. And he was like, I don't know what that is. That, that is it. It's a yeah. non-fungible token. Yeah. Like basically, it's like buying. Okay, so let's say I drew something stupid in Microsoft Paint. And for some god awful reason, it became like a massive meme. Yep. That original file code would be the NFT. And, you know, some people are selling these NFTs, these original files, basically. Yeah. And I can't think of it as anything more than like a big dick contest. Well, like I own the one of a, you know, the original file of this meme. It's like, yeah, but you can search. It's everywhere. I saw someone explain it. I, mean, to, it's, it's, I saw someone explain it online and they said, like, the way that the blockchain works is it keeps this record of every transaction. Yeah. So if someone is willing to pay a million dollars for this Microsoft paint file, mm -hmm. it's recognized in the blockchain that now that Microsoft paint file is worth a million, million dollars in that blockchain's currency. Right. But I still don't understand. Like it, people are just saying like, I mean, it may say within the blockchain it's worth that much, but how is that going to, you know, incentivize somebody to purchase it? From that's what I that don't understand. Money? And a lot of people are saying like, oh no, it's, it's just, it's perfectly designed for fraud. Like it's a perfect way to launder money and, like that hide shit. I mean, we have this is our fifty second episode of this. If you want to NFT our shit up, <laughs> I declare I declare each one of our episodes worth fifty two million dollars. Well, in the way that my brother was explaining it, I don't think he had a full understanding of it because he was like, "Yeah, but then if you own that clip of of Kobe or uh, a, another clip, and that gets used in a commercial, then that's uh, yours." And I was like, "I don't think that's how it works." Yeah, and if that's what you're going to go for, like, hey, I have this three-second clip of Kobe dunking. Like, good luck ever making any money yeah. off that. And also, if someone does use it and you bust them, it's like, okay, what do you... <laughs> Here's your 50 cents. Is you know? ESPN <laughs> really going to go, oh, no, someone in Invergrove Heights I mean, is if you watch any us. sports center, any, you know, local news, anything, they always use video clips that are not their ownership yeah. rights. They just give credit to them at the end, and that's how it works. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, we probably just sounded like idiots. Like We probably have a hardcore NFT fan out there, and they're just somebody like, on these fucking morons buying tonics, pharmaceuticals. And somebody on Twitter is going to reach out to us and yeah. be like, you guys, you guys, no, seriously. You got to stop. <laughs> Maybe Wayfinder Pod can educate me on NFTs. I don't know. <laughs> He'll be the one that we can sell clips of our show to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we Wayfinder Pod? Started. Call in Wayfinder Pod. Help us to sell these clips <laughs> for millions of dollars. What's going on with you other than hating work and being depressed? Anything new? No. And, <laughs> and your new day trading hobby? Yeah. It's just the, that's, you know, you just get so depressed at work. Oh, yeah. No, I've been there. No, it's insane. I mean, I've probably made a couple hundred dollars off Ethereum. Yeah. And I'm like, literally like staring into the sky, like dreaming of retiring in two years or something. It's well, just absurd. We it's both stupid. have talked about how like we get super depressed and we both have talked in the past like about how crypto's weird and kind of stupid. But then you look at it and you're like, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but it's realistically, really, yeah. if you would have dumped a hundred dollars into it 
eight years ago, you'd be a freaking millionaire yeah. right now. Just Ethereum, like two years ago. Yeah. If you would have just, you could have, dude, you wouldn't even have had to invest that much. You'd be a fucking millionaire right now. <sighs> Sucks. I'd finally fl- finish that Plagueis book. I would. I you did? Re- no, I said oh. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I could just read Damn. all day. <laughs> I thought you did for a second. No, once the move's over, I'll be able to get back into it. Yeah, the lore cast, that never happened. <laughs> It'll, it will be. Uh, I do have a special Tom-only episode coming up that I'll tell you about off there. Oh, boy. It's exciting. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, it's a direct shout-out to one of our fans. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm cooking it up. <laughs> I'm baking it. I put it in the oven. It's, I'm preheating the oven right now. I'll say that. All right. I'm preheating the oven. I've got the ingredients together. It's a good tease. Yeah, it's a good tease. It's probably... It's only going to hit with one person, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going for it. Um, so what should we do first? Do you want to do time warp or do you want to do listener appreciation first? Let's do listener appreciation. She about that. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Yay, listener appreciation. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, uh, let's see here. Who should we start with this week? Depressed Kenobi? That sounds about right. Let's go with Depressed <laughs> yeah, Kenobi. Depressed Kenobi. <laughs> Shout out to Depressed Kenobi, who we had a revelation about this week. This was mind-blowing. Apparently, Depressed Kenobi is Milady. <laughs> <laughs> We did not know. I just saw the depressed Kenobi face, yeah. and I was just like, that's a guy. <laughs> yeah. So um, I might even make the mistake of saying it again, because I just have that image of depressed yeah, Kenobi yeah. ingrained in my head. Yeah. Part of you feels like you're talking to the animated version of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really kind of how I see it in my head. So uh, I think we'll eventually work through it, and we'll yeah. stop misgendering depressed Kenobi. But... Bear with us, please. Apologies for all the slip-ups. Yes, because I will slip up. Oh, yeah. And then I'll catch myself, and then I'll have to do editing, and just, nah, we just, we apologize in advance. Um, Ithorian Historian, of course, the Ithorian Historian. Um, The Ithorian Historian is just really on fire on Twitter lately, just really dropping some gold. He had a sick golf mic burn on me the other day. Did you see that? (laughs) I'm not going to talk about it any further. Oh, yeah, he got that. a favorite from me on that one. That was great. From you? You're yeah. not on Twitter. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, wait, you're talking about Captain Typho. Everybody knows that. I know, I know. What's um, the point? Yeah. You'll know. <laughs> Thank you, you'll know. Play a little bit of that Norway national anthem for you here. I wonder if he gets a tear in his eye when he hears this national anthem. I hope he does. Yeah. You can only hope. Uh, Eliza, a.k.a. Drop of Magic. Um, Jaylee, you are a bold one, the official artisan of the podcast. Uh, Celine, Celine wrote in from Paris. We got a reply. Yeah, we, we're we a little pokey on the reply this week. I'm sorry, Celine. We were like over the moon once again that you wrote to us, but we're just pokey with depressing America corporate <laughs> landscape. Um, but, uh, you know, let's. Uh, what did Celine write in about? 
So yeah, she just answered some of our questions. She thanked us again for the shout out on air. So you're oh, you get welcome. one every week now. Thank you so much for writing in. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. She said she's going to take our. She thanked us for our book recommendations, and she said she's going to check out the Plagueis book. Yeah. So she'll you'll finish that before me. Absolutely. <laughs> she probably will. Um, she also gave clarity. I had that question. I'm curious. Is she reading a French version of the book? Or an English version of the That's book. That's a good question. She seems very bilingual. She, yeah. Her English seems impeccable. Why are you listening to us? We're idiots. You're far smarter than us. We're these American dunces. I got sad today and I ate $10 worth of McDonald's. You can do better than us, Celine, but we certainly appreciate that, it. That description just uh, also applies to, I'd say, 93% of other Americans yeah. in this country. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're actually in the upper percentile of, <laughs> of, intel, of base intelligence. Being so depressed sad. at work and eating a shitload of McDonald's. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. That too. Um, but yeah, she said that uh, she answered my question about the Twi'leks because I was wondering if they had French accents. Mm-hmm. And she said that she watches the show in English. One, because how could you listen to it uh, in any other language and hear Obi- not hear Obi-Wan's beautiful English accent. Yes. Um, but she switched over to the French version and she said all of the characters just have generic French accents in the French version. So they don't do any kind of like kind of customized accent for different species and that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. She even said that she went back and, oh, what's that crazy doctor's name? The German doctor guy with the blue shadow virus? Oh, blue shadow virus guy, yeah. Because she was curious about him. Michael so York. She, she went back and uh, she said, that guy, still, no crazy German accent. That was just French. Hmm. So I guess when they dub it, they the don't crazy. really uh, go into it. Now, the crazy German accent, when he got all excited, really cringe. Oh, yeah. Really cringe. Yeah. You think that would leave that in there? I gotta imagine the French kind of want to get one up on the Germans, don't you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Fuck those Germans. It was very stylish. What's your heritage? Uh oh, I'm I got a bunch of everything. Oh, okay, so I'm like Norwegian. So, eel know should know. No, this, Nor- is, this is Norwegian. Your song yeah, right now. yeah, yeah. That tickles the heartstrings. <laughs> um, it's just- it's like Order 66, all of a sudden Adam stands up and just catches a fucking red-eyed in Norway. Adam checks in from Oslo in a little while, and he's just like, yeah, I'm at the homeland now. Yeah, I'm like Norwegian, uh, German, French, uh, what else? Irish. Uh, for the longest time, we thought we were Swedish, um, but then we figured out that uh, my grandma Toots was going across the street and visiting the Lebanese gentleman that lived across the street, and two of her kids were from him. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn, Toots. Yeah. So uh, is Toots still with us? No, no, she's long dead. Oh, okay, she died like I think a few months before I was born. Oh, so, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, she was a nut bar, like in really? a good in a good way, just okay. wacky. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, she uh, like I think she had like four or five kids, and two or three of them had like blonde hair and blue eyes. And my grandpa and his sister, like, had dark features, dark hair. My grandpa looked like Saddam Hussein, so it didn't didn't seem like he was Swedish. <laughs> Something seemed to be up with that. <laughs> oh, well, that's, you got quite the plethora. You got oh, a whole, yeah, I'm a yeah. mutt. You got a whole lot going on there. What do you think I am? Uh, Polish? German. German? Polish! <laughs> 
you think we have any Polish listeners? <laughs> so it's bound to happen. Do I do it? What? I don't know. I was going to do a Polish joke. <laughs> I was going to say they probably can't figure out how to hit play. <laughs> uh, I got really excited there for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. You gotta stop self self censoring yourself. I know. I just feel bad. You don't know if we have. I don't actually have anything. Against so are you a hundred percent German? Uh, my mom's last name is Fritz. So you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's also I'm a very large portion German, and then I'm also something called Bohemian. Oh yeah, which is like I think uh, gypsies from like Czechoslovakia or something you're, like that. You're like Romani. Yeah, Bohunk. <laughs> I'm a Bohunk. Yeah, but I'm mostly German. So sorry, Celine. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys. German and the French is a sordid history between oh, those yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, but, but merci, Celine. Hey, there I mean, you thank go. Thank you. Yeah. I just looked it up. <laughs> baguette. <laughs> Maybe instead of saying ciabatta bread, I should start saying baguette. Just use Google Translate. Yeah. Have Google say it. I'm going to try to read. Celine, if you send us, send, send a, send a, not a really uh, linguistically difficult email. But send us something light, and I will try to read it in French. I will Google Translate it, and I'll try to read the whole thing in French. <laughs> It'll be a fun little experiment. Let's do that. That would be fun. Um, the the Hutt brothers, the Hutt and the Putt. So Patrick the Hutt and Jabba the Putt. Shout out to them. Jabba the Putt had a question for us <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> what was it? I, why didn't I have it up? I had it up, but then I don't have it up. Where is it? <laughs> We're so unorganized. This is pathetic. I'm getting it here. There it is. Just got back from a tech-free vacation. Got some good swings in today at the range and listened to at Clonecast Pod. Boy, they like to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Who was your favorite banana split? Mine is the elephant. I'm going to have to look that up for reference. You had not heard of the banana splits? No. I only know of them because I was raised on Cartoon Network as a child. Uh, The banana splits. Here we go. The Banana Splits Adventure Hour is an American television variety show produced by Hanna-Barbera Productions and features the Banana Splits, a fictional rock band composed of four furry animal characters in red helmets. Um, So there was a cartoon and then there was a live action. Go to Google Images because I don't know what came first. Okay, I'm looking at that now. Yeah, there it is. Okay, I'm going to go with the... Uh, orange? Is that a monkey? I don't know. <laughs> Why does he have an axe? Look at this picture. I know. Oh, they're nuts, man. Okay, I'm going with the orange monkey is my favorite. His name is apparently Bingo. He's a gorilla. Bingo the gorilla. He's an evil doer. <laughs> it's Villains Wiki. Who's your favorite? God, what happened to cartoons? Hanna Barbera was nuts. Yeah, bingo fucking whales, dude. This reminds me of that creepy circus pizza band. Yeah. No, it's very similar. Oh, they got their heights listed here. The elephant is the shortest. I find that hard to believe. It's apparently five feet tall. Bingo is 5'7". Wow, I should really join this troop. I'd be the second tallest one. (laughs) I'm taller than bingo. Very exciting. Anyways, who's your favorite? Um, I don't know. I got to go with the gorilla. Gorilla? Gorilla's a great one. Bingo? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're big. Although Bingo's that dog's a pretty good one too. That dog does look cool, but I like Bingo. Bingo's yeah. I mean, there's a picture of him holding an axe. He's the troublemaker. Yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> it's great. Uh, shout out to Rural Farm Boy, our official retweeter of the pod. Uh, Wade, as always, Wade, and also Noah. I believe Noah followed us. Did he? But, oh yeah, he did. Yeah. But he didn't send me the message saying I am Noah. Last episode, all you said, all you need is I yep. am Noah. So this is your one. This is his last chance. <laughs> and until then, sorry. Um, and then of course our other podcast friends, Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod, um, from a certain point askew at F A C P A P O D. Uh, the Force Geeks at the Force Geeks. Jar Jar Thinks Pod at Jar Jar Thinks. And also a big shout out to Vader's Thoughts at Vader thinks uh, Vader's thoughts checked in with me about the last episode of the Bad Batch. And we had a nice little back and forth. Oh, so, nice. Uh, shout out to all of our fans. Should we jump into the time warp? Yes. I'm really going to have to check our like uh, where people are listening to us from and see if there's anybody in Poland. <laughs> Put a disclaimer at the front of yeah. it, just in case. <laughs> There's a trigger Apologies warning. to the Polish prince. <laughs> if you're a Polish listener. <laughs> so sorry. Was it that bad? No. No, it was all. very standard. Yeah. Remember when that was like a thing? Oh, yeah. Like Polish jokes in the, I think growing up in like the 90s were like a big thing. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't know why. Well, I think especially here, like in the Midwest, I think Polish it just kind of were the whipping boys of like sure. joke telling although yeah. s- we had like running jokes i don't know if it was a wisconsin thing too but like minnesota in general had sven and ollie jokes mm-hmm. did you get ever get those yeah there's sven because there's a lot of swedish people yeah, yeah but like they were the same type of thing sven and ollie were both like morons oh okay yeah yeah so like you could swap polish for sven and ollie yeah okay you're in wisconsin no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if it's a specifically Minnesota oh, thing okay. or if it's, like, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Well, Minnesota has the Swedish stuff, and then we also have the Wisconsin stuff. Yeah. We, and don't, then I think we once do you not get, like Wisconsin. Once you get into Wisconsin, and especially in Chicago, that's where you get a lot of... You got a lot more, like, Ukrainian and Polish and... Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so the time warp. So now that we jumped all the way back, what is our air date? Yeah, so this is our last episode of season one. Yes. Season one, episode two, original air date, March 20th, 2009. March 20th, 2009. So obviously we're going to have two fresh takes here. So we got a new movie and we got a new song. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do the movie first. Okay. Uh, what was the number 11 movie in America on March 20th, 2009? Is it Paul Blart Mall Cop? It is Paul Blart. <laughs> now, I said it. If you're an early episode listener, we had like a four or five week run when we started doing the time warp where Paul Blart, Blart absolutely was king. dominated. So it dropped to number 11. But I knew we were going to get one more crack at it. I knew it. He was going to come back for one more crack. And so I was ecstatic. I was over the fucking moon (laughs) that it was Paul Blart. And I said the last time that we get Blart, I am going to do something special for Blart. So here's the trailer. You're getting the whole thing, Big Daddy. (laughs) All right. 
This is 2 minutes and 27 seconds. So if you want, you can fast forward. But we're listening. Buckle in. Meet Paul Blart. Sorry about the test, Dad. I'm gonna get him next year. Get him, Paul. Here we go. <laughs> Pie. It just fills the cracks of the heart. Go away, pain. He's always been dedicated. Paul Blart. Mall cop. To protecting. We got a high roller. The West Orange Pavilion Mall. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to issue a citation. Can you validate this? Sir? Sir, I'm warning you, sir. Oh, sir. Sir. You're a nasty old man. From Columbia Pictures. Our security's fine, but ultimately we rely on the hope that nothing ever goes down. Uh oh. Oh, oh, There's some crazy people trying to take over the world. <laughs> now, help is on the way. So they're inside the bank. Until then. I need you to exit the building immediately. I took a sworn oath to protect this mall and all inside it. Well, Sergeant, looks like you got your eyes on the inside. There's Paul Blart. <sighs> is he crying? From Happy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> trailer could have ended three times already. It just feels that long because you can't see anything. This January. Nobody knows this mall better than I do. January. This is March. It's still on the fucking chart. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Only man for the job. Blart. 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 Peanut Blart and Jelly. What? 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 What's up, man? was the last thing they expected. Who is this guy? Safety never takes a holiday. Kevin <laughs> James is Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Oh, dear God. <laughs> you ran over a dog with a Segway. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Remember when we were shitheads and we used to go to movies? Oh yeah, and we would literally boo the trailers. Bad previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one would get booed. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Bart, Mall Cop. There was something called Knowing that was number one. Fuck it, who cares? I don't care about Knowing. I think that's a Nicolas Cage vehicle. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Terrible. I'm like trying to remember it. Blart, we honor and we love you. you Thank think, you for the laughs. Do you think if we put together a Patreon in our first Patreon episode was just us doing Blart, doing Blart? Now, like in real time, that would be cool. Do you think that we would get anyone to listen to that? I bet you, Ithorian historian and depressed Kenobi tell us they want to hear that this week. <laughs> I guarantee you, like the diehards want to hear it. Be my guess. All right. Well, I don't know. anyways, we'll put um, something together. Yeah. Hashtag golf mic. Um, so. Number one song of America. This is actually a repeat of something we've had before because we're going back in time. Yep. Uh, so it is a famous rapper and a famous pop singer duo, and it use it borrows a sample from a famous '80s song. Oh yeah, what one was this? Um, shit, I remember doing this one too, but I can't remember the title of the song. Let's play it. Yeah. Low yeah. Rider and Kesha, right round.
Anyways, I'm really excited that we got to revisit Blart and we listened to the whole fucking trailer. When you told me you were excited about the time warp earlier, I thought you were excited about the song that was going to happen. Uh, I didn't realize you were excited about the movie. I am so happy that we got to revisit Blart because I said once Blart is gone, I was going to do something and I knew we had one season one episode yep. left and I was like, that's going to be when the did one. the sequel come out? Are we going to get Paul 2015. Blart? I know that oh. because I saw it in theaters. Oh. It was a week before I moved into this house. Okay. Because I was working with that kid. Oh, that's when right. I was working in yeah, special yeah, yeah. education. And it was out and yep. he wanted to see Blart. So I went to the theaters and saw Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. And thumbs up, thumbs down. It's literally one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilariously bad. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a podcast called Till Death Do Us Blart. Yeah. And they watch it once a year on Thanksgiving. It's the worst idea of all time in the McElroy yep. Brothers. It's pretty good, actually. It's pretty good. I think we talked about that like the first time we did that, but we've upgraded When we first mentioned Blart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those old episodes never happened. <laughs> but that's why it's great to go back to Blart for a minute. It's like a blast from the past, from our incompetent past, when I was obsessed with Paul Blart and I wasn't investing in... Tonics Technologies, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. Should we get into the episode? Yes, We're already please. a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do it. Charles! General Kenobi! Charles! All righty. After listening to the last episode, though, I think... If you had your way, <laughs> us talking would have been longer than the actual talking about the episode. Once we started talking about the episode, I was like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> that was a bad episode. Um, gets a little better this week. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is this one called again? Uh, Hostage Crisis. Hostage Crisis, season one, episode 22. 22. We're hopping all over the place with this Cad Bane shit. All over the place. Yeah. And actually, when you watch it, now, when you watch season one, episode 22, and then that grows, you know, it goes into Holocron Heist to debut season two. Yeah. The Toto stuff makes a little more sense. I don't know. It's The whole thing's weird. The I whole know. thing is weird. Well, and I couldn't figure out, because I saw something online, Dave Filoni talking about this episode, and he said that... Uh, it was good because he got to go in and make this episode kind of leading into uh, how Cad Bane, like, was able to get into the Senate building and, like, sure fill that out. So I didn't know if... Like, now... That's what... I was questioning, like, before seeing that, I didn't know if they did both episodes and just for whatever reason, the one got pushed way into season three and the other one... Yeah. I don't know. So... I think I I really do think it was just more of like okay we're just kind of doing a twenty minute episodic show and then they wanted to get grander with it after a little yeah. while and I think they won I think the Ryloth stuff at the end of season one really turned them on to the idea of like long arcs yeah, yeah that's my guess I don't know but looking back at it this would have been the first time you see Cad Bane yes this was actually the first Cad Bane appearance in order of air and or thing. Yeah. yeah, and she gets zero lines. She had one. She did? Yeah. What was her line? Uh, I forget what it was, but she said, like, come on or something like oh. that. Oh, okay. It was just yeah. a one-off little thing. Yeah. Same voice actress. Okay. I mean, yeah, they 
I don't know. It's like they must have done this or sing bit here and then later on been like, you know what? That was kind of an interesting character. We should flesh that out a little more. Yeah. Um, so basically last week we left off with Cad Bane scoring the layout, the kiosk layout, the mall layout (laughs) to the Senate building. Uh, and he was doing that for Jabba and we found out that it's because of zero. They wanted to go get zero. Now that's where it must've been. If you're watching it through the first time, you must've been like, what the fuck? Uh, what, what, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Because the next week I'd have nothing to do with it, and they probably never touched on it again. I think they were banking on people watching the th- theatrical Clone Wars because, like, Zero's in that, and he—that's where he goes to jail, right? Yeah, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, he's arrested in that. Yeah, so I'm thinking they were just like banking on that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was probably confusing for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, watching it in chronological order is the way to go. Yes. I would, can you imagine if, you know, like that's the first, the first watch through, there were multiple instances where I was like, did I skip through a season? We're jumping ahead 17 episodes. And I'm like, what? And then it's like, why the fuck did we jump? (laughs) But, oh, and then you get it. Um, so he's got the Senate plans. Two years before he had the Senate yes. plans. <laughs> um, and he's heading uh, with some bounty hunters to the Senate for a bit of a raid. Now, I understand that he needed the kiosk, you know, I guess for Jabba or whatever, but I don't really feel like they used it. No, not really. <laughs> they just kind of show up on the doorstep. I'm assuming, like, later on in the episode, he talks about, like, that it's guard changing time or yeah. the changing of the guards. Maybe the plans had, like, something on that. Maybe it has, like, yeah. weak entrances and that type of thing. Sure. Um, so Cad Bane, he's taking some bounty hunters to the Senate. They're going to go break in there. Um, and they arrive at the Senate. They literally just like pull up to like the parking, (laughs) (laughs) the parking area outside. And they're approached probably by, let's see, 11 guards. They're approached (laughs) by. That was my count too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and they're like, Hey, this is a, this is a restricted area. You can't come in here. Now these are the Roman helmet guards. So these aren't clones. These are your blue boys. These are your blue boys. These are the guys that turned into the mercenaries for the empire in the recent episode of bad batch. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they gave me shitty benefits. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. These are those guys. Well, after this episode, I don't blame the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of the Senate massacre? <laughs> the Senate massacre of 06. Um, so a bunch of the guards say, hey, this is a restricted area. You guys can't come in here. And Cad Bane's like, hey, don't try me. Just let us through. Obviously, that's not going to happen. So one of the uh, guards goes up to cuff him and suddenly just gets picked off. And sure enough, it's Orisang just taking pot shots at them from, you know, she's on another sky skyscraper overseeing the, overseeing the Senate building. Um, so there's a bit of a shootout there. Orisang picks off a shit ton of guards. Um, there's an IG-86 droid. There's two IG-86 droids. Um, there's a Way Owen. There's Bane. One IG-86 droid, two of the commando droids. I thought, it, no, there's two IG-86s. Really? Yep, there's two. Because remember... As we'll get to it later, Anakin takes one out, but then there's still another. Oh, one. you're right. There's a whole lot. So it's 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 like a bunch of bounty hunters. IG-86 droid. There's a Wei Owen, Orsing taking pot shots. There's two of the commando droids. I don't know how they got their hands on that, these nice separatist droids. That was the thing that confused me yeah. because like even without like the order that we're watching it in is supposed to make sense. Yeah, but there's still no explanation. So for a minute, it took me out of it, and I was like, did. Is he working with Dooku on this? Yeah, like, did Dooku provide these to Jabba, maybe, for... I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, he's got... These are, like, the creme de la creme bots, dude. These are the good ones. 
I would have sent them in there, to yeah. be honest. Um, so uh, there's 11 guards that greet him. They are all killed. It's a massacre. And they take nobody with them. <laughs> None. <laughs> Cad Bane, flawless victory, tips his Kung Lao hat. Um, <laughs> uh, the two really nice droids, the, the, they just put on some guard clothes and impersonate the guards. Say, yeah, it's all clear down here. We just had some protesters. But that made me think, so did the guy that reached out on the communicator saying, like, what was that? And them saying, like, oh, don't worry about it. We took care of it. It was just a bunch of people protesting the war. Yeah. Like, is he saying that they just mowed down a bunch of protesters? <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like in the Senate parking lot. Yeah, it's like this is like Kent State shit, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. With Palpatine in charge, does anything really surprise you? Especially when we find out the bill he's working on. <laughs> Which is kind of like a throwaway line in the episode. We'll get to it. Um, but that made me so like yeah like the Senate guy was like okay cool you just mow yeah, down a bunch don't of worry about it and honestly like it's outside it's midday it's bright as hell there's all these bay windows are you trying to tell me nobody saw the fucking shootout going on down in the fucking plaza not to mention the millions <clears throat> of cars that are passing by. yes <laughs> it's just like a skunking in broad daylight and nobody gives a shit nobody cares. Um, so the two really nice droids, they're staying back. They put on guard uniforms and they're going to dispose of the bodies and just play, gu- play guard out there and pretend like everything's okay, I guess. Um, Aura, the way Owen, and then, um, two IG-86s, Cad Bane, and a little fish man. Do we have a little fish man name? Oh, I had it, but I forgot it. So I'll there's a little it. fish man bounty hunter. I don't think he's a bounty. He's more of like a hacker. <laughs> that's coming in there. And so he's coming in with them. So they're all going inside after the massacre outside. So count that. That's 11 guards that are killed. So we're at 11 so far. We're going to have to add these up because there's a lot of... <laughs> Robo Nino. Robo Nino, baby. He's the one that laughs like this. There he is. <laughs> he looks like a beta fish. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like one of those guys you get yeah. in a cup at Petco. Yeah, and then you put him in the cage with... You put him in the... Uh, the uh, the cage the bowl <laughs> you put them in the bowl and then they end up like fighting each other and shit they go crazy a, if you hold a mirror up to it they like yeah they puff fr- up their fins yeah he does look like a beta fish he, he he looks like he's not much but he carries some bite oh yeah oh he's a tough guy um so that's what's going on there inside the building we get a lovely scene with anakin and padme and it's about a minute and a half clip but i'm gonna play it for you because it further just clarifies that Anakin is an absolute psychopath. Hey, I'm supposed to be on a meditative retreat. We should go away together. I know a place far away from here where no one would recognize us. Yeah, it'll be like we're actually husband and wife, instead of senator and Jedi. I... I can't, any. What do you mean you can't? Oh, it's only two weeks. We'll be back before anyone even notices we're gone. I have to bring this bill before the Senate. It's important. Uh-huh. More important than the way you feel about me? Uh, oh, not, you're not more important, <laughs> but important. The work I do, the work this is we an both abusive do, relationship. is in service really to the is. Republic. To protect those to who would this. otherwise be yeah. powerless to protect themselves. Of course, but those are ideals. Isn't our love more important to you? But no, I mean, millions no, and billions but. of people. No, you fucked to me. There's nothing more important than the way I feel about you. Nothing. We got that. Anakin. Don't be so... Oh, you don't believe me. I didn't say I... I'll prove it. Just watch. When I finished constructing my lightsaber, Obi-Wan said to me, Anakin, this weapon is your life. This weapon is my life. 
Did He's you know, her Anakin, I can't. Do you notice how he, hold, how he hands it to her, too? No. <laughs> I'll take a screenshot. We can post it on Twitter. Wow. He hands it it's and it's pointed at her stomach. <laughs> it's Foreshadowing. <yours. laughs> Believe me now. If she had any sense, she would just hit if the all button you and do is end it all. Me, I think you should just go. That's not what I want. Not at all. Yeah, it really is. If she accidentally hits the button, she's done for. Apparently, Jedi's don't have to take a gun safety class before <laughs> Maybe they get a their safety. lightsaber. Maybe there's a safety on it. Um, okay, so kind of a long clip there, so sorry. You know, I have to replay it a three-minute blart fucking trailer. But, <laughs> like, the whole scene is fucking cringe, man. Like, and, you know, Wayfinder Pod and I were talking about it, and there's a clip from George, or there's a, there's a quote from George Lucas where he says something like, you know, um... I, I, I like telling the story of where the, the villain is actually a victim, this and that. And he's trying to imply that Anakin is, since he's the victim of certain, of circumstance yeah, and yeah. all these things. And there, yeah, there have been a couple bad things that have happened to him. But if you're going to say that that's what the point of the story is, you have to show us that. And yeah. you have never shown us that. You didn't show us that in the movie. Sorry. Like, well, like, there's I, nothing that happened to him in the movies that justifies what he did. If you read between the lines, I can understand the point. Like, he was born a slave. Like, Yeah. But the way that it's portrayed in episode one, it's like, uh, he seems to be having a pretty good time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's, well, like, it's saying, like, like Song of the South all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, it's, it's making something horrendous yes. look like fun and lighthearted. Well, here's the thing. It's not like he was being held hostage by the Jedi. Yeah, he could have left. Well, and also there's for, plenty of things he could he could have he was free. So okay, if we're gonna give it way more credit than it's due, um, if you did want to make that argument, like, oh, he was a slave, and he won the jackpot by getting into the Jedi Order and becoming a Jedi Knight, he hit the jackpot. He's on Easy Street now. But if you want to give it more credits than it than it's due. It's saying he's so flawed and hurt as a human being that not even that is good enough. And he just can't. He's broken inside because of all of the loss and coming up a slave. I'm going way on benefit of yeah. the doubt here, but I mean, I'm giving some justification. I mean, that's a lot of headcanoning and just filling in the blanks. Yes. What you see on film and what they give to us in this series he is not a victim at all. No, it leaves a lot of like. There what, are bad things that happened to him. He was a slave, probably the happiest slave in the history of fucking. <laughs> at, one, at one point, he actually says "yippee." Yeah, he's super <laughs> excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's just kind of a brat. Yeah, he's a dick. Well, I saw I saw like a meme or someone post something that was like uh, the moment that. Vader throws the Emperor down the chute at the end of Return of the Jedi is the first moment since he's been born, or ever since he's been born, where he hasn't had a master, which I thought was like, ooh, shit. Like, that's a, it's a little dark. Again, though. Like, I it's mean, tough. He's born a slave, and then he goes into the Jedi Order. That's a lot of patchwork. a lot of masters there, and then he that's gets Palpatine. Just, but that, that's, it's not like he was in prison. I know. I'm just giving you know, benefit honestly, of the like, doubt. All, all George Lucas had to do was like throw in some dumb fucking scene where he's signing his Jedi lifetime contract. 
That's like <laughs> that's completely, you know, like bulletproof against the law. You know, and then I'd be like, nah, yeah. Well, and if Qui-Gon was his master, things would have ended up being a little different. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. I, I just think it's quite a... I get what George Lucas was going for, but they've never properly displayed it. Yeah. They just haven't. Sorry. Like, yeah, I mean, you could fill in the blanks a lot, but they've never displayed it, and I'm sorry. That's what we have to go with, and the guy's a piece of shit more than I feel bad for him. Yeah. That's that. And this is an abusive relationship. Well, and see, that's where, that's where I feel like Qui-Gon would have come in handy is because Qui-Gon understands the gray, and I know that you've had this discussion with people on Twitter, too, and he would have been able to show Anakin a little bit of, like, this is where you can get away with disobeying, or this is how you can go be- read between the lines, and this is how you can play in that gray space whereas obi-wan is such a good jedi that he's like no the order says this so you can't cross that line like qui-gon would have been able to show him a little bit of leniency and i think would have given way to a more well-rounded jedi than obi-wan did that's fair but it doesn't change the fact that that's not what happened i know and so you go with what you got I know. I'm and not also, you know what? Obi Wan fucking loved him, and he knew Obi Wan loved him. <laughs> he did. He did. Did he not? I mean, Obi Wan was the last thing they ever said to each other was him telling him how proud he was of. Yeah. Him. And he said he was a far better Jedi than him. <laughs> this was a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> he must have saw right through me. He's lying. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Liar. All right, we got to move on. Oh man. All right, so where the fuck were we? Okay, so yeah, Anakin and Padme, toxic relationship. Gives her the lightsaber. Um, So we get back to the bounty hunters. They're sneaking through the halls of the Senate. They see a guard standing in front of what appears to be like the server room, power room, electrical room, some kind. Um, Just just gets offed. So that's 12. (laughs) But the best. There are some great deaths in this. The great thing about this was they had the two lasers pointed at him. They shot him once and he goes flying into the wall. Yes. And then they shoot him again and he falls to the floor. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So they break into the server room. And it's really sad in the server room because there's like a protocol droid. There's a astromech. There's a dumpy droid. There's some droids in there. And a treadwell. And a treadwell. They're all working in this server room, and they all get executed. It's a massacre. It is a massacre. (laughs) And the poor dumpy droid was the last one remaining, and it was, like, running away going, no, no, no. Yeah, Uh, it shot the chest. Poor little guy. Yeah. The last time we saw them was at the end of last week's dog shit episode, putting the joking fruit on the cake. (laughs) And they were just like, yay. And they just got killed for no reason. So, yeah, it's been a bloodbath so far. We're literally three minutes in here. That was one of the other things Filoni said about this episode was he uh, he wanted to do an episode showing how dangerous bounty hunters actually are. Sure. He wanted to show because in the original trilogy, you don't really see like Boba Fett do anything. Cool. And that's kind of always been my thing with Boba Fett. Yeah. I was like, what's so great about Boba he Fett? He wanted to see and he used that as an example. And he was like. He said that he had a feeling like if you saw Boba Fett in action, he would be like Cad Bane is now. Like, sure. Just being a badass. I can like, imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Cad Bane is a badass. Um, we get back to Padme's office um, and they hear some people coming in the hall. Um, and it's it's Bail Organa. You hear Bail Organa in the hall talking to C-3PO. And C-3PO is like, no, no, you can't go in there. You know, he's like, it's a it's a it's a it's a 
it's an urgent matter. I'm going in. And <laughs> so Anakin hides under the table and uh, Bale comes in and he says, hey, we got to go meet in the rotunda or something because <laughs> we need to discuss the vote on the enhanced privacy invasion bill. Yeah. <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine's new enhanced privacy invasion bill. Now, this got me thinking. <laughs> Was this the name of the bill, or is this just what the opposition is calling it? <laughs> if it's the name of the bill, it's a little on the nose. Yeah, like, like I kind of think you would name it something like the Patriot Act. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. Something s- better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you sneak these things by. You that don't was, call them the Enhanced Privacy Invasion that was a lesson bill. In, that was a lesson in PR that we're still learning yeah. today. <laughs> so... He's like, come on, it's it's we gotta go to Padme. You coming with? And she's like, yeah, I'm coming. And for some reason, she hid the lightsaber like in her sleeves. sleeves. Yeah. And instead of just setting it back down on the table, she takes it with her. Yeah, I know. I, why would you take? You're going to vote. Why would you not just set? He's not even looking at you anymore. Maybe she's a amateur up close magician, and she's trying to practice. It. <laughs> she's done it. enough. She's done enough dove work, and now she wants to upgrade to a lightsaber. Yeah. So anyway, she takes. She has the lightsaber with her. So Anakin is currently unarmed. That plays a big role in this episode. Um. So Cad Bane and the bounty hunters are sneaking through, and they see a group of ten. Count them. Ten guards. And Cad Bane's like, oh, guard change is happening right now. And they kind of go into, like, their, I don't know, their locker room area, I guess. So Cad Bane takes a thermal detonator after they all go in there, and he just chucks it in there and shuts the door on them. And they bl- blows 10 of these guards to shit. It was at that point I went, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're five minutes in, and there's been, like, 20 it's a deaths. bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. So that's 10. So now we're at 22 dead guards in the first five Te- minutes. Technically nine. Okay. Okay, so there's one that survived the blast, and he's crawling out. <laughs> and he says to Aura, saying, help me, please. And she just promptly shoots him in the face. It's unreal. Kids show. It's a, ki- it's a kids show. <laughs> this is season one. It this, was still a kids show. This was on Cartoon Network. Yep. Um, so the senators have gathered in this rotunda area. When they're all just gathering in this large public yeah. rotunda area discussing the enhanced privacy. Yeah, I mean, if you're discussing the enhanced privacy invasion bill, you might as well just be out in the open discussing it because you have no privacy anymore anyways. Maybe there were no conference rooms available. Yeah. <laughs> you would think within this giant orb of a fucking building that there would be an open, but no, there's not. Um, but once they're all there, they get uh, taken by Cad Bane. Let's listen. Morning, Senators. You should all consider yourselves to be in my power. As long as everybody behaves, this will be quick and painless. Do nothing, and it will all be over soon. I don't know who you this think is a you gron. are, but I, for one, have no intention of listening to this kind of insolence. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. If you'll all gather at the center of this lovely atrium, my co-workers and atrium. I will relieve you of any communication devices. I see five of them here in the room. If we... What are you going to do? It's not like we carry weapons. Good call, Bill. 
Um, so yeah, this grand senator is just kind of like, yeah, uh, I'm not listening to this shit. I'm leaving. The, and he just gets iced in the back immediately by Cabane. Do we have a name on him? The balls on that guy. Senator Philo. Senator Philo. Okay, now, there's something that I think we're going to have to count going forward. We've met two grand senators, and they both died within instance <laughs> of meeting them. Uh, the one episode where Jar Jar fucks with the guy's seatbelt or whatever. Gets him killed. <laughs> It must be like the original. <laughs> Jar Jar is directly responsible for a senator's death. And nobody talks about they it. He crashed and he breaks his fucking neck because Jar Jar fucked with his shit. And he had the. Oh. Uh, I'm starting to think that being a grand senator in the Clone Wars <laughs> is like being the red shirt guy in the original series of Star Trek when you go on an away mission. Like, just instant death. Like, you're just. Oh, is my that. God. Can we clarify that that is a different senator? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we I sure? I, I'm sure. I don't remember the guy's name. Yeah. Okay, but so basically, the Gron have lost both of their representatives <laughs> in the last year. <laughs> one gets shot in the back, shot in the back. The other one dies in a crash because of a Gungan moron. We got to hold uh, another special election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just churning these Grons out. It's fine. Um. So we get to Pelpine's office. Also, Philo, like. Kudos, like, good job standing up to authoritarianism. But what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I think they're he just going to let you. shooting his gun in the air, and he yes. was like, ah, oh, tisk tisk. And there's <laughs> six, there's like you. six of these bounty hunters. What do you think you're just going to walk by him? Like, oh, yeah, just let him go. It's fine. Yeah. Bold one. He's a bold one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe they're just so, so stupid. That's why they keep dying. <laughs> um, so we go to Pelpteen's office. Um, and Ornfree Ta is shuffling in there. <laughs> and really exciting to see Ornfree Ta again. Uh, but he brings in a hollow message from Cad Bane. Uh, Cad Bane lays out his demands, and his demands is pretty simple. He wants Zero the Hut released. Um, Palpatine is just scoffing at it. Like, the, the Republic does not take kindly of these types of, uh, you know, yeah. this, this, this tomfoolery and skullduggery. Um, but as he's scoffing at Cad Bane, our little fish man, what's his name? Rotito or whatever, is it? Rotita, whatever his name is. <laughs> Robonino. Robonino. <laughs> Ratapata. <laughs> um, he, he knocks out the power. They left him in the server room. He knocks out the power and that triggers the security system and locks Pelps and Ornfrita in his office and Robo- all communications are cut off. <laughs> Robonino is a board certified union electrician, yes. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He fucking rules, dude. <laughs> But yeah, so like the whole building goes into lockdown and all like the doors are locked from the inside and shit. Um, I'm assuming this is where those plans came in. Yes, that must (laughs) be it. They must have been looking for the server room on the kiosk. Um, Right before that went into effect, though, you see a quick scene of Anakin leaving Padme's office. So Anakin is out in the hallway. Um, So we get back to the atrium um, and the senators are turning in their communication devices. Um, and Anakin has made it to the atrium, and he's just kind of spying on an upper level at what's going on there. Um, so he's spying on all these senators being held hostage, and Padme, he catches Padme's eye, and she gives away his location, and Bane immediately turns around and starts firing at him. Anakin bails out into the hallways, and uh, Cad Bane sends the Wayoan and an IG-86 droid after Anakin. Um, so they chase him through the hallways, and they meet head-on in a hallway. Um, and it's at this point that Anakin realizes he doesn't have his saber, so they draw their blasters on him. 
they start firing and he was like oh crap i don't have my saber so he just bails out of there and just runs away and they give chase um he goes into like this i don't know if it's like a office or yeah, uh, yeah some sort of i can't tell if it's an office or like a living area in this place it's very it's very furnished yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> every room is very posh and furnished it's it's hard to tell if somebody lives there or if they work there i don't fucking know but he goes in there and he kind of rigs a comm device out of an old flip phone looking thing. <laughs> yeah. And he pages Palpatine, his best friend, and we got our next clip. This is General Skywalker. Chancellor Palpatine, can you hear me? My dear boy, I'm glad to know you're there and all right. What is going on down there? I hear it too. Coming from up ahead. He sealed the entire building. Nobody can get in. We cannot get out. It's up to you. You have to get to the power control room and turn off the security seal. They get in the room and they don't see him. You have two more floors to check. Come on. We've got two more floors to check. Okay, so he mind tricks. He's hiding and he, as he's hiding, he mind tricks the way Owen. And this leads me to question something. Did the droid not be like, um, what? Who just said that? <laughs> Do you, what? Or you're not, like, did he mind trick the droid? I don't know. But I, I'd never, is it possible to mind trick a droid? I think maybe he was saying it so under his breath and just kind of directing uh, it that way. That's that quite a benefit leap. of the doubt. But also, I feel like the Jedi mind trick is such an underutilized Jedi skill. Yeah. Like, we barely ever see it in yeah. the trilogies or the Clone Wars. And it's like, it could come in handy so many well, times. Well, I mean, we have been getting um, Ahsoka. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, if, if it but was up like to me. that's like the only time. Like, if I had that ability, I'd be using it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to spike tonics pharmaceuticals sky high. <laughs> like, I would just go to the New York Stock Exchange. You and will just... let me take these batteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. Um, yeah, so I I was befuddled by it. I was like, that droid is death, I guess. But he's, he's responding to every command from the way Owen. I don't know. programmed to listen to the way Owen. I was also confused. Did this whole thing come as a complete surprise to Palpatine? Did he really have no idea? Or is he being evil genius, like knew this was happening and wanted it to happen? I don't know. Do we know what they're breaking zero out for? I mean, it was implied that he has information that could be damaging to the HUD council. Right. That's what we know right now. I guess we'll have to see. I mean, if... The workings of Palpatine are very detailed and vast. And like, it doesn't seem like he would be... This isn't something that I feel like would surprise him. Like, I feel like he would see this coming from a mile away. So he had to have known about it. Yeah, I think if he sees something like this coming, like, if it's not going to be a direct harm to him... Maybe he just rolls with it, man. Maybe he's also thinking, like, if Padme does end up getting hurt or killed, maybe that makes Anakin even more vulnerable to. Yeah. And if anything, I mean, if, you know, she survives and then that also will make him more fearful of losing her. Yeah. And I think I think he just kind of sees that he can't go wrong in any of these situations. So unless his life is directly threatened. Yeah. Like I like. That reminds me of the Zillow Beast episode, and I kind of mentioned it then. Like, I would have loved to seen if, like, 
the Zillow Beast actually had a shot at him. Like, yeah. he, he kind of implied that, like, oh, God, the Zillow Beast might get well, him. But, like, I would have loved, like, if he had to use his powers. That's in, that's what I thought of that, too, because we had asked ourselves that. And But that's a situation where it is so unexpected that it's like, oh, no, this is a situation that he would actually be surprised or, like, not seen it coming. Yeah. Like, like this... the whole Zillow Beast situation and how that played out, I don't see how he foresaw how it turned out benefiting him in any way. Yeah. I don't know how he was impeached, but... <laughs> like, how is he still in power after this shit? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just... I don't. I would have to see what they're breaking zero out for, or maybe it's just as simple as like putting Padme in danger pushes Anakin closer to him. Yeah, that may be it. Um. So the way Owen and the IG eighty six split up. Um. One goes high, one goes low. Anakin ends up sneaking up behind the IG eighty six, and they have a bit of fisticuffs. Why the hell did he start with the droid? Like he was following them, he could have gone either way, and he decided yeah. to go for the droid. I think it'd be easiest to just beat the shit out of the way, Owen. That's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know, I don't. But he goes for the droid, <laughs> and he attacks him from behind. They have like a little back and forth. The droid literally, Anakin gets his rifle out of his hand. It's a pretty sweet move. <laughs> yeah, and the droid just bends the fucking <laughs> bends the fucking rifle in half. Yeah, it's because cr- Anakin's about to shoot him, and the droid. He stops bend, him. He takes bends the barrel and bends it upwards yeah. so the barrel arcs back. <laughs> yeah, it's like at pointing Anakin. at Anakin. <laughs> so it's like he... a Warner Brothers skit <laughs> yeah. between Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, you know? <laughs> Anakin suddenly pulls the trigger and his hair just pops up straight. <laughs> his face is black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Anakin then ends up beating the droid to death with the bent rifle. <laughs> his head off. Yeah, he beats the shit out of him. Um, and then Anakin takes off. Um, but the way Owen hears what's going on and comes back down to that level and finds the remains of the IG-86 and notices there's no lightsaber cuts. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Jedi is unarmed. So the way Owen goes back and reports to Bane that the Jedi is unarmed. Um, Bane sends him off again to find him and also sends Aura Singh with him. It's at this point that Anakin arrives at the power room. Um, as he's coming down the hallway, the little fish guy, Rachipita, is exiting. <laughs> the way he exits. Yeah. He's like whistling and kind yeah. of like dancing. This is like the Warner Brothers episode. <laughs> is it not? It really yeah. is. Yeah. It's like a after a bank heist, like the bank robber thinks he just completely got away with his coffee and like just like whistling out of there with the bag of money. And then he sees the cops pulling up and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, he sees Anakin coming. He just runs back into the room and locks the door behind him. Um. So... Uh, it's at this point we get back to Padme quick, and she notifies Bail that she has the lightsaber. And he's like, why do you have a lightsaber? <laughs> and she's like, well, um, you know, it's not why I have it, but what we can do with it. And it's just like, her, her, her and Anakin are the dumbest people in the galaxy. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> like, it's so obvious that they're boning. So, oh, wait, I want to go back to one thing really quick. Um, before they split up, we did get a quick babe bot. Oh, um, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the way Owen opens a door to a room when he's looking for Anakin. And, like, all of a sudden this babe bot's in there alone. And Stardom, like, covers her breasts. It's like she was almost changing. Yeah. The way that like, she was, like, kind of covering. <laughs> yeah, she like, covers up like she was changing. And I'm just wondering, what is she doing in that room? I don't know. Anyways, let's move back to where we were at. She's, she's waiting for Orn Free Ta to <laughs> yeah, come Yeah, Orn Free Ta to come and just lay on her. <laughs> <laughs> he fell asleep again. <laughs> 
So after Padme fumbles over her little explanation to Bail Organa, we quick cut to Cad, Bane, and Pelps on another new hollow conversation, and this is what it sounds like. So here's what you're going to do. First, you're going to make a pardon disc. You can give it to your friend there. Me? My ship will come and pick him up and take him to the prison. Once Zero has been released and is handed over to me, then your associate will be released. Understand? Oh, I do. But I feel it is my duty to warn you that you will end up paying for this outrage. I can live with that. All right, so Cad Bane is an absolute badass. Yeah. He's a total badass. And, like, when I think about it, I, I don't think Palpatine saw this coming because Palpatine promptly hires him for, like, the Holocron heist after this. Yeah, yeah. Not chronologically, but in the, in the order of air, Holocron heist follows this. So Palpatine must have been like, this guy's impressive. Yeah. You know? Um, maybe this was his, t- if he did know about it, maybe this was his test. Like, sure. if he passes this, then. Yeah. Could be. Um, so we get back to the also, power room. I don't think that's how pardons work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need the pardon disc. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you got a pardon disc and then once you're in safety, uh, him being like, no, I don't want to pardon that guy. Like, pretty sure that that yeah. wouldn't be effective anymore. Very odd. Um, but that's what he wants. He wants the pardon disc. It's like a floppy disc. What is it? <laughs> um. So Anakin can't get this door open back at the power room. Um, and as he's trying to get the door open, the Wayowin comes up behind him. It's like, ha-ha, I got you now. Anakin promptly just force pulls his gun away from him. Um, and it's as this is happening that Aura Singh attacks. Um, and she shoots the gun right out of his hand. She's a really great shot until he doesn't have a gun in his hand anymore. Then she misses like four times at point, you know, from like 10 yards away with a rifle. <laughs> She's be- Picking blue guards off from a mile and a half. Yeah, but she can't hit Anakin just standing in front of a door, you know. <laughs> um, but as she's missing, the little fish man comes out from behind and shocks the shit oh, yeah. out of Anakin. Just like he has like a taser or something and just he gives him. It's literally a taser that he yeah, just sticks on his neck. Right in his fucking jumps on his back and sticks it right in his neck. And I got to admit. It was a little tasty for me. I like <laughs> you love to see it. And then he gives us the creepy laugh. <laughs> so Fishman's a beast, man. Fishman is paying dividends. He's shutting off the power, he's shutting down the security systems, and he's knocking out Jedi's. What a beast. And Cad Bane had no faith in him when they went to that server room. He said, You better not fail me, a little bubble brain or whatever he calls him. <laughs> yeah. He's the most competent one. We get outside, and the other... I, oh, actually, you're at Palpatine's office, and the other IG-86 droid that's still alive goes to Pelp's office and is escorting Orn Frita <laughs> to transport the pardon disc to the prison to free Zero the Hut. Apparently, that was supposed to be Masa Meda in this episode. Oh, yeah? Um, but they had already done an episode with Orn Frita, I think pretty close to this one. Uh-huh. So it would... It would be cheaper if they just reused Orn Free Ta to save sense. on like animation hours and stuff. I'm so glad to see Orn Free Ta. Orn Free Ta owns Masameda. <laughs> I love Orn Free Ta. He's so much. I wish they would have gave him a drumstick. <laughs> just carrying a drumstick around. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, and they got, like, as they're taking off to go to the prison, you notice that there's this, like, trailer hitch to the speeder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. They got, this, they got a special custom trailer to haul a hut around. <laughs> um, so back at the atrium, Aura and Weyowen are dragging Anakin's lifeless body into the room, and they kind of just dump him into the middle where the centers are, and Cad Bane kind of taunts him, like, ah, not so tough when you don't have your lightsaber, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we... Literally all true. Yes, literally <laughs> all true. Really foolish of Anakin to go... The whole order of things of how he did things and this and that, very strange. Yes. Very strange. Not great strategy. Could have used some... Kenobi. Um, so... We then get back to the prison, and they are arriving, the IG-86 and Orn Free Ta. And Zero is released, and we're going to get our first little Zero clip here. Unlock the doors! Oh, it's so bright out here! Oh, my God. Why couldn't we do this at <laughs> night when it's cool? <laughs> now, I love that clone that just goes, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? The Southern Dandy just complaining as soon as he gets out of fucking prison. He's immediately complaining about his surroundings. He's leaving prison. And the the clone's just like, oh my god. <laughs> it's true. It's just like, holy shit, this guy is something else. Um, So, uh, back at the atrium, Bane is placing a shit ton of explosives around the room. So, there's like these pillars all throughout this atrium and they're just attaching these... It's kind of like C4, I guess, yeah. just packing it on these pillars. Um, and at this point, that's just a really quick scene there. Then we get back. I love these ones where it's just cutting back and forth, yeah. and I constantly have to say, no, we're back here, we're back here. Yep. We're back to the prison. It just feels, it makes it feel like there's stuff going on. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but IG-86 has now taken custody of Zero, and they put him in the trailer. Um, Bane is then cutting to Bane, telling Palpatine to not make any moves until sundown. Um, and then we get back to zero again, and he's upset because the IG-86 droid says, hey, we got to head back to the Senate really quick. And he's like, no, get me off Coruscant. I want to get out of here. <laughs> and uh, so he's really upset about that. But then they take off, and he's in the trailer, and it's just fucking great. It's and awesome. so what we got is a... We got a zero convoy going through Coruscant. It's great. <laughs> Not really a convoy. It's only one trailer, but it, it did make that's me think, a heavy load. It did make me think, like, if you're in traffic on Coruscant, you, and you see that yeah. drive by you, <laughs> this purple, <laughs> this purple slug just in front of you, screaming about how it's too warm. <laughs> it's too honey. <laughs> Love zero. Yeah. Um. So back at the atrium, Cad Bane's like, hey arm them and so like these explosives these c4 they shoot out these lasers and it's like this laser trip system so if you trip one of the lasers if you break that laser it's going to blow up all the c4 so basically all the centers are just kind of stuck there in place bane's good at what he does he's good at what he does but it also i I tried to watch it and look at it a few different ways it looks like you could have just crawled under him well he said if you so much as breathe yeah. on these lasers they must so. be pretty sensitive like you can't even like yeah you can't do any you can't, yeah i don't know did you notice chuchi's there center she Chuchi? is yeah yeah they should have let her talk more <laughs> not this old padme shit um, but yeah, Bane and the bounty hunters then leave. Anakin is still unconscious, and Padme is just like cradling him and touching his face. It's so obvious that they're boning. <laughs> she just happened to have his lightsaber. 
She's cradling him, calling him Annie. Oh, the best is yet to come. And they're all crammed together. It's not like they're spread out. They got these lasers all around them. The best is yet to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. But Chuchi's right there. She must be like, what the, what the hell fuck is going on here? <laughs> I thought I knew you. <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> there has to be meetings between senators, yeah. like, just so we're all on the same page. Yeah. Like, those two are doing it, right? Yeah, they're at, like, Burger King after their <laughs> shift. <laughs> ta- hamming it up over dinner. Um, so we go to Pelpteen's office, and just all of a sudden, like, a bunch of transports are heading towards the Senate building. And... Just like a shit ton of clones break into his office through the glass. Like they shatter all of his glass. And he's just chilling there. He's fine. It did make me wonder where the hell are the Jedi? Like when all of this stuff is going on. I don't know. Like I know they make it clear like the communications have been shut down, but I feel Anakin like Anakin did say he was supposed to be on a meditation retreat. Maybe they're, <laughs> I forgot about that. Maybe they're all in a retreat. <laughs> I don't know. They're at a cabin on yeah. Coruscant playing volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know where they are, though. You'd think that one of them could have came over and helped out. They have a team building activity. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bowling right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored by Sunkist or something. <laughs> and Yoda's giving a Yoda's giving a long speech on, you know, like the importance of teamwork at the symposium. Just some dumb shit like that. But yeah, a shit ton of clones just smash in suddenly to Palpatine's office. Um, And then outside, as the bounty hunters are leaving, there's more clones there to greet them. Palpatine comes up on the hall and says, Bane, tells Bane, like, yeah, sorry, you're not getting away with this. You know, you got all these clones here. You're in for it now. One more thing about those clones, too. It looks like they have the red detailing on their armor. Yeah. And it made me remember the first episode of Bad Batch. They made a point. When the clones with red detailing like landed on Camino, they were like, "Those are Coruscant sh- uh, shock troopers." Oh, okay. And they're supposed to be like the psychos of oh, like, really? The clones like the really elite. I think they end up being like death troopers. Okay, for the Empire. Um, so they would have been a formidable test for the bounty hunters. Seems like it. Yeah. Well, they're but not going to get their chance. They, they're cast in a very heroic light here and they end up being psychopaths yeah, well, <laughs> bad batch. good soldiers follow orders <laughs> i guess you know because they are told to stand down uh basically palpatine's like yeah you've lost um these these clones are gonna take you in you know you thought you'd get away with it, no and bane's like no actually um i've got a shit ton of explosive rigged and all i gotta do is hit this button all those senators are gonna die so you're gonna let us go and so Palpatine orders the clones to stand down. Cad Bane wins. What a resourceful fuck. Oh, yeah. Man, this he, guy's he always a step ahead. Thought it through. Yeah. That leads me to believe that Palpatine's just like, yeah, that's what I wanted to happen. Yeah. That's what I think. Because Palpatine just, he's more, as, as cunning as Cad Bane is, Palpatine rigged an entire, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He rigged up an entire totalitarian government just, you know, by <laughs> pulling strings. So, um, Anakin comes to and wakes up, and as soon as he wakes up, he's like, oh, what are you so sad looking about? And he, like, tries caressing her face in front of all of these senators. And Chuchi is right there. It's crazy. It is obvious that they are boning. Like, there is just no doubt about it. They are boning. They're not even hiding it at this point. No. They might as well just have sex in front of everybody. <laughs> hey, guys, just want to let you know. And then they just take their pants off and go at it. Just... 
Um, what are you guys uptight? You don't mind, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what can we say? We're a bit of a voyeur. <laughs> oh, Anakin. Um, so outside the building, IG, IG-86 and Zero arrive. So the, the convoy pulls up to the Senate. Bane and the other bounty hunters load on the... They load up on the convoy, and the convoy heads out. Um, Padme gives Anakin his lightsaber back, and he's like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. And they're like, well, these trips, you know, we were told we have to stay. He's like, that's not a good idea. And so he just starts cutting into but the floor. My, the part that I was talking about with Padme and Anakin is she was like, here's your lightsaber. And he kind of half-heartedly was like, kind of looks at it like, how are we going to explain ourselves? And she looks at him and goes... I found it where you dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be a genius. What are you doing? You couldn't come up with a better story on the fly than that? Sometimes the most practical story is the best story. I guess so. <laughs> I found it in my pants. <laughs> These two would benefit from an improv class. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come up with something off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Anakin decides to cut a hole in the, in the floor, and they're just going to drop down to the level below him. Um, and then we get to Cad and Zero having a little chat on the convoy, and this is our last clip of the episode. My hat. It doesn't look like prison had to adverse an effect on you. Oh, you can't imagine the unspeakable things I've suffered. The horror. <laughs> I doubt I'll ever really recover. How about some dead senators as payback? He hit the button. Okay, so all the C4 explodes, but Anakin cut a hole in the floor right in time, so they just missed the blast. Another daring rescue, Master Jedi. I do my best, Senator. They are boning! (laughs) How dumb are these people? Either they're dumb or they don't care, right? How cool is Cad Bane? God, he rules. When everyone else got in the speeder, they got in the cockpit, and he just stood on the back of it. And yeah. And he, like, rode it It was awesome. He looked like George Washington crossing the <laughs> Delaware. Did it? Yeah. It was fucking badass. It's like that painting of, of Washington on the Delaware. He's so cool. It's cool. Um, so, Zero then congratulates Cad Bane on a job well done, and Bane's like, yeah, well, time for you to pay up. And, that was, and that's the end of the episode. So, what do we got for an IMDb rating on this one? This one on IMDb has a an eight. What? Yeah. Okay. I think it, <laughs> I don't know if people were just so upset from the last episode that they needed to rank it almost a full point higher. Well, but... what was the episode before this on season one? Ooh, good question. I think it was Ryloth, man. And Ryloth destroys this episode. God, that's oh, I love that. Yeah, Liberty on Ryloth was the one before this one. This one ranked higher than Liberty on Ryloth. Which is just dumb. That's that's obscene. It's sacrilege. <laughs> that's crazy. All right. Now, like I said at the start, like I think I have an ARC Troopers hangover. Like yeah. Talking about this made me feel better about this episode, but I did not enjoy it that much. I'm just bored. I'm bored. <laughs> I was like, this is boring. And like I kept trying to like pay attention to it and watch it. I watched it like five times because I couldn't pay attention the whole way through. Yeah. I was just kind of bored. Like it's not as bad as last week, not even close. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking boring compared to 
dude, once you've seen Arc Troopers, you can't go back. Yeah. It ruined it. It had everything. Yeah. And so I think about the other kind of half garbage episode we got since then, Sphere of Sphere In- of Influence. Yeah, yeah. I think I gave that a six. I uh, think I enjoyed that so. one more than this, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I... Yep. I, think I just didn't... You. I didn't love it. It's not terrible, but I was you just kind of bored. You gave Sphere of Influence a five. Okay. I'm going to give this one a four. <laughs> I just didn't really like it, to be honest. That's the exact score that I gave it. There you go. I was just like, I was bored. I, yeah. I, I'm tired. If Anakin would have got his lightsaber, like there could have been yeah. some cool shit. But watching him kind of like fumble around and dodge. If he got his lightsaber, I could see giving it a five, maybe 5.5. Yeah. But still. And just also like the abusive relationship. It's really manipulative and gross. That speech from him was disgusting. It was seriously the most he toxic He basically shit. said, if you love me, you do it. Yes. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. Like, her going away on some retreat with him is more important than the privacy of everybody in the fucking <laughs> galaxy. And, like, I know, we're not going to get into it much more, but I, you know, I know what George Lucas intended. It's just not displayed well at all. I have a very hard time feeling bad for him in any way. Uh, All right. So two fours. We've hit a rough patch again. We have hit a rough patch. Always look on the light side of life. What happened to this fucking show? All right, light side moment of the week. Uh, I think for me, it was Rapatutiti uh, when he, <laughs> our little fish friend, when he jumped on Anakin's back and shocked the shit out of him. It's just honestly, it's like after the way Anakin talked to Padme and just like manipulated her and really just, just kind of like stepped on her and just made her feel bad for doing her job. Yeah. Like, I kind of deserve getting shocked. I think Absolutely. it's good. Anakin needs to... Uh, that's the issue here. Nobody challenges his... his his You know, his when, he, when he shows his worst nature, nobody really pushes back on him. Yeah. You know? No, Robo Nino, he did, he did us a yeah. solid. Robo Nino, you are my light side moment of the week. What's yours? Um, <laughs> mine also revolves around Robo Nino. It was after he got done when he walks out... <laughs> The way he was sauntering and like kind of whistling as <laughs> as he exited the control room. <laughs> that was my light side moment. It made me laugh. Yeah, he fucking ruled. It was either that or the IG unit bending the gun backwards. Yes. It was kind of cool. That was cool. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right. Dark side moment of the week. Um, There's a few good candidates here, but I'm going to go back to Anakin's just kind of the conversation he had with Padme at the start of the episode um, just really kind of made me cringe. It was just really weird. Um, She's a fucking senator. <laughs> and he's talking to her like that. Yes. She's an elected official in charge of an entire planet. Yeah. It was It was gross. It's crazy. It was gross. What do you got? Um, I went with <laughs> Orsing shooting that guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. He was like, help me. You know, whatever. What, you know what always crosses my mind in that, that scene? There's always scenes like this. Yeah, where there's like somebody like crawling, like, help me, please. You know, to the person that just tried blowing them up. And I'm just like, wouldn't you just play dead? 
Yeah, I know. I was like, wait, if he would have played dead, probably would have got away. Yeah. Ah. Or, you know, maybe he would have just bled out slowly. <laughs> well, <laughs> we didn't see the bottom half of him. Maybe he was missing both of his legs. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me. I mean, I mean, they pulled, they held nothing back as far as death in this episode. <laughs> this was some grim-ass shit. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Oh, get it up. There we go. Oh, baguette. Baguette. Cheap butter. Alrighty, let's do this. Dark Horse, hero of the episode. Um, man, I'm going with the Grand Senator that got iced in the back. <laughs> that guy did not give a shit. Like he didn't really think that through very well. But I'll give him credit. Like he doesn't give a fuck. That guy marches to the beat of his own drum. I'm giving it to Grand guy that got shot in the back by Cad Bane just because he's like, hey, I got better shit to do be held hostage by you fucking grimy-ass bounty hunters. <laughs> so, Grand Senator, you fucking rule, my friend. He gets a double this week. Oh, <laughs> Senator Philo! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Philo fan club in full effect, baby. All right. I mean, I, I think, yeah. I Yeah. It I mean, was a great little scene. It was so great. Yeah, it was he fucking was like, hilarious. No, nuts to this. I'm the fuck out of here. And then immediately <laughs> gets shot in the back. God, that was great. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. And all that from internet is All right. All star of the week. Um, I am going to give it to... Cad Bane. Uh, I don't know. He's just like super effective as a bad guy. He's great. Yeah. Like he's super competent. And so often in these types of shows, you just get these incompetent bad guys. Yep. So it's kind of nice to have this bad guy that you actually believe in. You feel like, yeah, he can pull this off. And just the way that he's styled is so well done. It's so unique. Oh, yeah. I forget the species name. Do you remember what the, his species name is? Duro. Yeah, Duro. Yep. But like building out that species a little bit more is cool. Like his voice is totally unique. His blaster makes a cool sound. He's so cool. All right. So Cad Bane, um, all-star of the week. We're all in on that. Well, look at us. Dark Horse and all-star? Um, You're going with Cad Bane? Just to be different, I'll say Palpatine. Just because I'm sure... You even, think he's playing that long game here. Even if he was surprised, just recognizing game. Like, oh, I can I can use this to my advantage. It's game recognizing game and being yeah. like, okay, cool, I'm sure. going to use this. Yeah, I think Palpatine... I think this definitely played more into his sinister hands. And, Either way. It's and like, it's great that we even have to question, like, was he behind this or yeah. was he not? And it's that's like, what's so cool about him as a, as a bad guy. Either way, he either planned the whole thing, knew it was going to happen, and he's awesome for putting that together. Or he turned lemons into lemonade. Or he had no idea, and he was able to make the most out of it. Yep. He's an opportunist. You die in childbirth. So uncivilized. He dies. He dies. Death of the week. Um, there's not many to choose from. Sarcasm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, in the original standoff, 
the, when they first arrive at the Senate, the bounty hunters, um, a bunch of them are getting picked off by blaster bolts, but like the head one, um, as his troops are getting picked off, Cad Bane just charges in at him and puts him in like a headlock. Then they cut away for a second, and as soon as they cut back to Cad Bane fighting with him, you just see Cad Bane like rake his neck and snap his neck. Yep. And it makes the sound effect of just like the crunchy neck snap. <laughs> the subtitle said bones cracking. <laughs> <laughs> it's gruesome, man. Yeah. This is a kid's show. It was awful. It was awful. That's my death of the week. Um, I don't know if this is allowed, but I'm going to go with the 22 royal guards that died in the Great Senator Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> like, we counted them. It's All 20 22. That would be enough for a memorial to be erected yeah. outside. Yeah, it would definitely be enough for a an eternal flame. <laughs> we need the eternal flame. Like, and that all happened in the first five minutes of yeah. the episode. Like, they are just getting taken out left and right. And that leaves me to look like, what kind of incompetence do you have guarding your Senate not building? Only, not only 22 royal guards, but... Four droids and one senator. Yeah. <laughs> and the droids, it was so sad. Yeah. The little dumpy the droid. Little dumpy guy. Oh, God. Just, this is a dark fucking episode. <laughs> Ugh. It's just putting me in like a really, really, really bad move. This will cheer me up, though. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? <laughs> My parts are showing. My this is never Alright, good hood. What do we got for fashion this week? Who are you feeling on the fashion? Um I'll go with, I'm going those two IG droids. Okay. Because they have like a weird stripey pattern. Sure. You see, they weren't like just your normal gray or black IG-88. Yeah, they look they like they're... some cool like yeah. patterning to them. I wonder if Cad Bane dressed them up like that. <laughs> like in his free time, he just loves to paint. <laughs> He's like one of those body paint artists. <laughs> Cad Bane has an Instagram with like 100,000 followers where he just paints himself different colors. He like gives himself some whiskers and shit, and he's like, "I'm a cat." You know? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, mine is I got to give a shout out to our boy Ornfree Ka uh, because he is wearing the Moo. He's always got the Moo on, but this episode when he had to like kind of like shuffle into the speeder, he reminded me of the episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets super fat <laughs> so he can work from home. <laughs> and he, I don't know, he just kind of reminded. And Homer wears the Moo and the cape. <laughs> That's what Orn Free Ta reminds me of. So I'm giving it to Orn Free Ta this week. <laughs> Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. What do we got for a tagline this week? All right. This week we have a secret shared is a trust formed. <laughs> and you're actually pretty close to the mark on this one. <laughs> I don't know if you remember or not. You said uh, this is going to be a Padme... Uh, this is going to be Padme running down somebody in the <laughs> Senate after a big meeting, and she has to share some secret intel with them, and she's going to form a bond with another senator. That was close. So, I mean, it was, it was Padme. Than... It was a Senate building. Yeah. Um, Her and Bale. She she shared. did share Bale the information yeah. that she has this lightsaber. I mean, obviously, what they're talking about is the lightsaber, though. I 
them building this relationship is just weird. <laughs> this is not like... If they're trying to make me feel like these two really love each other, this is strange. Well, they met when they were children. This yeah. is not a healthy situation Yeah, to and be I think in. we've speculated before that Padme's the only girl Anakin has ever talked to. <laughs> yeah. Outside of maybe, like, Luminara and Dolly or something, you know? Like, he just hasn't... And Jocasta knew Anakin going down to the library to study. This is that situation when you're, like seven and your parents get an attractive teenage female to babysit you oh, and you yeah. fall in love with her yes this is if you grew up and married that babysitter <laughs> <laughs> it's like this yeah. is the situation like and i just think back to like my first relationship we'll say you know i, I think we dated for like eight months and i was just so convinced that like i was in love with her <laughs> and it and when and when she broke up with me it took me like years to get over it like it's I mean, if you met your high school sweetheart and you just win all the way, I mean, hey, that's great. But I just think on, like, a healthy relationship level, it's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You need to, like, learn, like, heartbreak in these things. Like, they're very important. Learn loss and learn. Well, I think it's more important just to, like, know yourself before before you commit on that level to another person for the rest of your yeah. life. Hey, we haven't seen each other in eight years, but hey, I'm going to bring you to Naboo and uh, I'm going to protect you and then we're going to get married two weeks later. <laughs> After I murder a village of sand people. Yes. <laughs> it's just... This is not healthy relationship building. Like, if... If we were to add a love language, you got the five love languages. The sixth love language is the Anakin and Padme love language. It's like, just do whatever the fuck you want. You know, follow the libido, I guess. Um, so what do you got for a tagline next week? Next week's tagline is love comes in all shapes and sizes. <sighs> in all shapes and sizes? I think Jar Jar is going to fall in love with a babe bot. <laughs> That's the trajectory of episodes around right now. We peaked. We, we were at the top of Mount Everest with our troopers, and then we slipped, and we've been rolling down it ever since. That's where we're going next week. That's my guess. What's the name of next week's I can't episode? Wait. Next week's episode is called Hunt for Zero. Ooh, yeah. Hunt so for Zero. We might zero. be finishing this one out, um, and we're picking up where we left off. So it's season three, episode nine. Very exciting. Very nice to get back to season three. Yeah. Hopefully that leads to some good things. We'll see. We'll see. All righty. Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Uh, send us an email at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Yep. Twitter and Instagram. Same handle. Pod. Uh, things are heating up on Twitter. You got to get involved. I guess. <laughs> I want more. Uh, we will see you next time for Hunt for Zero. Until then, maybe prepubescent inappropriate <laughs> relationship be with you <laughs> all over my face what is a boy to do Frazier has left the building you ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day we got great big convoy rocking through